ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Language warning. This podcast contains strong language. Hello, welcome to Silver Bullet. My name's Lewis Hobber. My name's Michael Hing. And this podcast will cure all your ills. Oh, yeah. That's its aim, uh, to fix you, to fix us. Uh, but we can't help you because we're useless. Mm. So each week we ask someone to come on and share with us something that helps them and so, <laughs> or something that they thought would help them and, you know, uh, we review whether or not it did or didn't. Mm-hmm. Hing and I also try it and uh, see if it works for us. This week, Lewis, our guest is, I would say, one of the most famous people, not just uh, in Australian music, but also, yeah, I have it on good authority, in Thailand, in the Philippines, and soon to be South America as well. Uh, we're joined by the incredible singer-songwriter, Rule. G'day, Rule. How's it going? Hey, I'm very good. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so lovely to be with you. Uh, I feel like uh, you're still a young man, but I feel like I've known you now for since you were a really... Since you were a child. Yeah, yeah. I you... look at you as an uncle. Like a dodgy uncle? Yeah, I mean, or maybe like something in law. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Step like uncle in law. Very removed. Yeah, but you know, I feel yeah. like I've known you since I was a child. Sure. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Cause buying you... you booze when you're yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. That never happens. <laughs> uh, but you, I don't know what it's like to be as famous and successful as you, and I never will. But because um, I remember when you first, as Hingis was saying, when you first went overseas um, and you got, you were surprisingly mobbed. You were like mobbed at the airport. Yeah. I was, didn't I was see in that coming. Japan when I was like 15 and I hadn't, I didn't have any music out. So I don't like really have it. I don't think it was like a thing that I, I was, you were yeah, like <laughs> I, don't know, I, I was definitely mistaken or, but I feel like, I don't know, it's the fan culture over there. They just kind of latch onto anything. And they latch on hard. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was booked for a festival called Pop Spring in like 2017, maybe started 2018. I think maybe Golden Years had just come out with M phases. Like, it was like so early on. And um, yeah, I got to the airport and there was just like all the people. I think they were waiting because Nick Jonas was also playing the festival. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they were like, I think Nick might have got a private jet. And since I came on like the commercial flight, they were just like, we'll take this guy. Maybe they and just then, thought you were a Jonas brother, oh, like I mean, a Jonas cousin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I guess that was the, the Kevin. The, the reason that this like is relevant to, to our purposes yeah. is that you have had... I guess quite an intense adolescence into young adulthood, right? Yeah. Like you've been famous, you've been traveling the world and what comes along with that is incredible stress and, you know, fame and fortune, everything else, but also wacky remedies, you know, Mm. I'm thinking occasionally you're in LA and someone wheels you into a spa or something or. Yeah, you're right. There's there's a lot of. uh, Charlatan's trying to, trying to sell you stuff. I (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, um. I always found like the best remedy is competitive sport. Like, <laughs> like as soon as I left school and I missed like, like you know waking up at seven thirty a.m. on a Saturday, driving out to Penrith to like your dad's like you know really doesn't want to drive you but you know he also wants you to have a good game. Yeah. And you maybe carpool with one of your friends and you rock up and there's another school there and the tension you know your heart's beating fast and you're playing for the thirteen A's football or <laughs> basketball like. As soon as that went away, I was like, I need something to replicate that. So I don't know when, especially in COVID, I remember just like signing back up when I came home for like a bunch of football teams and, uh, I played so much football, like an insane amount of it. And then now it's like what I do. It's like my only source of exercise, like two, three times a week, I'll try and gather a bunch of my friends and we'll just go for a kick. And that is like the most removed you can get from my job. 
So that's why I feel like it's the most like therapeutic for me to just like to feel centered. Okay, so we need to get specific. Yeah. You've talked about football, you've talked about competitive sport. Yeah. But rule, what is your silver bullet? So my thing, my thang is <laughs> uh I'll grab if like, you know, sometimes it's hard to get numbers, so maybe I'll just have one friend and we'll go down to a football field and we'll have a penalty shootout competition. And uh We'll have about 10 shots each and, um, yeah, just kind of like how many you can get in 10 shots or, or you just do it like a normal penalty shootout where you okay. go back and forth, yeah, five each. That's good. It's really good. Um, it's exciting. And also, it's really well-timed because at the time of recording, yeah. we're, the, we're in the middle of World Cup fever. Everyone's mm-hmm. feeling it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I've been, I've been going extra hard recently. Yeah, because <laughs> I am not a soccer slash footballer, never mm. have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in like country Victoria where it was basically AFL or death. Yeah, it's still putting a foot through a ball. Yeah, that's right. And so I used to enjoy, you know, going to have a kick with a friend, but I I think maybe I had moved to Sydney and I can't remember which World Cup it was. Maybe like, it would have been like eight years ago mm-hmm. or 10 years ago, maybe, because it was the Men's World Cup. And I was, li- my share house was, uh, just got, we got mad with the fever mm. and we started going down to the park every afternoon yeah. and playing soccer. And over like the month or whatever that it was on or the fortnight, more and more people would come every yeah. afternoon mm-hmm. and we met the neighborhood yeah. and then there would be like one guy who was from like Romania who was freakishly good. Yeah. And then you'd <laughs> be like, Wait, what's guy. your story? There's always a Romanian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was awesome, but I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. Well, that's why they call it the world game, Lewis. Mm. It is, uh, you know, <laughs> El Fuego Bonito. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about um, like, when do you do this? All the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm home, it's hard to do it on tour. I still found a few, like, I'd ask the tour manager when we were on a bus to, like, park near football fields. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was a massive inconvenience for him, but it was really important. I really got my sass on, my uh, my diva on. And yeah. do you have specific people you like to play with? Yeah, or? yeah. I've got, like, a group of, like, 10 mates that um, I rotate. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> or we all go out together. Yeah. Yeah. And talk us through the the basic rules, just so yeah. that if anyone is listening at home wants to try it. Um, rules, rules for the yeah. silver bullet of like soccer with a friend. Yeah. So uh, obviously, you just need a football field goal. Put it on the penalty spot. Doesn't matter. I feel like I do a scissor paper rock. Whoever starts. Yeah. And um, anyway, you shoot. If you miss, next person goes. They shoot. They miss. And basically, you have five shots each. Uh-huh. Whoever scores the most wins. But if uh, it turns into a sudden death sort of thing, if you get to five. Oh, and so you're, you're playing actual penalty shootout yeah, rules. I okay. usually play that. Or if you want to go on for longer, sometimes yep. we go to 10 right. and we just go 10 shots. But, one the, each. Important lots of ways, thing, but, yeah. but the important thing is keeping score yes. and it is competitive. That's an important yeah, element. It's very competitive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So I had the last time I remember doing this was, well, I did it a couple of days ago, but I did it on tour and I had a whole like competition with my drummer Sissa <laughs> and he's he plays football as well but he is just as competitive I am and we just got so into it and we're in Philly we found like it was like 36 degrees it was so hot and um yeah we found like this astroturf field and we were just diving around just like you know full stretch trying to save them and we both got like so injured before a show <laughs> and uh 
Yeah, but it was worth it. Every part of it's worth it. Huh. It's just about getting a sweat and about feeling that competitive sport. I don't know. Mm, okay. The butterflies. Yeah, I get that because I miss competitive sport. Yeah. I miss it a lot. I'm a competitive person. So just for people who don't know, what's competitive sports did you growing up? You uh, played a little bit of football. So played some AFL. Yep. I played mm-hmm. field hockey. At, mm-hmm. I was pretty good at that. And okay. I played roller hockey roller for like Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was 12 at the time. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so, but it's hard to know, like, it's not a big pool. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you, to, to play for Australia in, like, soccer, you've, you've just got to own rollerblades. Yeah, exactly. You've <laughs> got to be better than, like, 30,000 oh, people. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Whatever. Yeah. To, to who, play for who Australia. Who did you do play? Like, we went to the States question. and played America and Canada. Oh, And my. we got absolutely... Destroyed. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I like, feel like that's. A good we were playing a different game. Yeah, like we went over there and they had the mercy rule, which we didn't know about. But it basically, that? if you get to like seven goals up, the game just ends. So we <laughs> flew all the way to America. We were twelve. Yeah, and our first game lasted ten minutes, and we were done. <laughs> Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah. And Uh that humiliation has really spurred Lewis on to the um, tightly wound bound of nerves (laughs) he is today. (laughs) Yeah, but I love competitive sport and I love but even like social competitive sport I really enjoy. So and I miss it a lot. Um, my problem was that I feel like this is I don't want to bring up the age too many times, but the um, availability of friends midweek at at like age twenty and age you know, a million, it is, it changes dramatically. Oh, I'm already seeing it. Right. That's interesting. Maybe my friends are just unemployed losers, but, um, yeah, no, I had plenty yeah. of availability because <laughs> I, I was like, uh, I had a couple of days and I, because I've got a baby at the moment, so nights are out, okay, yeah. had to be, yeah. and the thing is that w- the place we've moved has an amazing AstroTurf soccer field. Oh, and yeah. I often on like weekend mornings when I'm up at six and yeah. I have to take Ollie for a walk. We'll do laps of the of the soccer yeah. pitch because so we've all got something to watch. So I've been like eyeing off this soccer pitch for for months. Yeah, great. Desperate to have a kick. Yeah, and I was like, this is it. This is my chance. Yeah, but um, I haven't in- asked a friend to ha- kick a ball with me in some years. Yeah, and I felt like a child. A child. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It feels extremely immature every time I text my friend. But now it's like it's so, it's so you know it happens all the time. Like because I didn't do it. Until I feel like I came back from tour for a few years, like everyone finished school. I think when I asked my mate Rob to go for a kick, he was like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, but then as soon as we did it, he was like down for it." And totally, uh, yeah. It's like once you kind of get back into it, they're like, "Oh, this is why." Because it's actually, so I was so excited to do this, yeah. right? Because um, do you play football? Or did you uh, play anything? a little bit as a kid? I was yeah. like very badly. I played yeah, as yeah. a kid, but you follow it, um, yeah. Properly. But I follow it a lot. Yeah, that's what but we need. For me, um, this was actually a silver bullet. I've already tried. Right, okay. I did this um, throughout all of the year 11 and year 12 yeah. in high school. My best friend Dave and I would go d- down to the park and we'd say we'd be going to go study or whatever. Yeah. And we'd just be doing penalty shootouts and like doing laps around the oval, kicking a ball to each other. Yeah. And we mm. did this, I would say like, I don't know, four or five t- times a week yeah. for like two years. Mm-hmm. So I, this was absolute <laughs> home ground for me. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so excited to do this. Right. Um, obviously, Dave wasn't available. He's now a- um, An accountant. <laughs> yeah, he's a respiratory um, researcher at the Wilcock okay. Institute. That's a PhD. Cooler, yeah. He wasn't available. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I have I have a lot of shitbag comedians who- Right. Uh, <laughs> because every time Dave would run around the field, he'd be like, <gasps> this isn't good for me. Yeah. Well, I, I think, need to research I think, my lungs. I think that- um, because I was so bad at asthma, I think that two years of me running around the field with him 
and having like occasional asthma attacks, I think probably spurred him on. Oh, you think mm. you inspired him? Well, for a I don't career know. In science. Do you remember as well? I don't. <laughs> we haven't talked. We probably haven't talked about it on the podcast. But um, you know that story I've told about um, uh, going at uni, having a bit of my lung taken oh, yeah, out yeah, for nine hundred dollars. I sold a bit of my lung to a hospital <laughs> for nine hundred dollars so they could do little tests on it. Yeah. That was to my friend Dave, who's now oh. who's now a respiratory researcher. Oh so, my god, that is yeah. I was I was poor at the time. That's <laughs> well, no, in, I was broke at the time. Insane. So but also, um, this is now we should catch people up on that story because mm. I feel like there was a part two. Didn't you recently have to go back and try to find that lung? I had to. What? No, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, had the to. missing piece. It's like a Horcrux. He had to reattach this <laughs> chunk of his lung. I don't think we ever talked about this on the radio, but I had to go to a series of respiratory doctors post COVID, and th- and and they said, and and I was said to them, oh, actually, if you rather than doing another biopsy in my lung, you've already got a bit of it at the Woolcock Institute, and they were mm. like, oh, we'll look you up in the files. Great. And they had my bit of lung in there. It's huh. there. Years ago, yeah. Oh, so well, I don't know if they still have it, but they had the file there with all the info about the lung. Oh, it's okay. another biopsy. Some reason I thought that when you said I was giving my lung to your mate, Dad, it was like a lung transplant. <laughs> oh, no, And no, I've no. been like, no, that is what That's where my very... brain immediately went, and I was like, that doesn't exist. And it's, then, a very yeah. small, sorry, it's a very small part of my lung. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, um, I like the idea that they've sold it away, sort of like a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, yeah. they go back yeah. and go looking through the files. It's a fault like, they've got it all Exactly, it's just in a jar. Yeah, it's doing little breathing. <laughs> um, so obviously I had people to find. So obviously I yeah. had people I could use to do this, you know. Yeah. Um mm. I, I had access to a field. Lewis, um, how did you go finding someone to, you know, uh, kick a ball around during the day? So I had I I, I was re- going through my friends who I thought this could possibly work for. I had three mm-hmm. and my friend Fitzy. I was like, he's he's a TV producer, so he has yeah, weird yeah, hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. He is currently um shooting the television series alone. So he is what? away in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's the greatest. So, so he's in an undisclosed location okay. waiting for a loan to Unavailable finish. for a kick around. Unavailable. And um, he's like, I can only check my phone like once a week. <laughs> Please don't, don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and my friend Kirk, I was like, maybe I can test, text Kirk. He's also in TV, weird hours. Yeah. He was in Hong Kong. Okay. So he was out. Uh-huh. And then it came down to my friend George, mm-hmm. who I was like, this will be great. George is, she's a former... Uh, Australian basketballer, okay. you know, oh, wow. high high level athlete, uh-huh. works hospitality, weird yeah. hours. Yeah, the text and I did feel weird. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, George, <laughs> do you want to come and kick a soccer ball with me?" I felt like I needed to ask her mum for permission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> did you say it was for a podcast. Or I didn't. Yeah, because I thought I it wouldn't matter. Important. Yeah, I, was like, I actually think it's important not to say it's for a podcast. Oh. Yeah, I didn't want to cheapen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would have definitely said it was for a podcast. <laughs> I don't have that confidence. Um, so George said, uh, "She was like, that's a cute offer." Yes. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I felt, I was, I felt like, um, I don't know, a childish glee. Yeah. Yeah. She exactly. said yes. Yeah. It's, it's like exactly when your friend's mom says like, yes, <laughs> Timmy <laughs> yeah. is available 100%. to come for a play yeah. date. hundred yeah. percent. So I was pumped. I was stoked on it. Yeah. Anyway, I spent the whole, I spent the next few hours like toddling around the house, doing some work, being excited. Mm-hmm. Um, then she canceled. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, sorry. I've yeah, got yeah. a doctor's appointment. So what did you do? Well, so then it was like 4 p.m. And I was out of options. Um, so then I went down to the soccer field with Alex, my girlfriend, uh-huh. and Olive, our child. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we just took a little um, ball, like a pink ball with little nipples on it. You know, yeah. those balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like those $2 ones. Yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. And we just kicked the ball to Olive and we swung her with her legs and right. um, kicked it back. No, so if I yeah. can, it, honestly, yeah. I went from the thrill of yeah. excitement yeah. to the um, 
crushing loneliness of being abandoned by all my friends. But yeah. You, but that's not anyone else's fault, really. You no. had a family you were like it's a, i think what you had was probably a joyful experience it actually was really nice mm. um but you have because you, you're experiencing a child's laughter you know yeah or yeah tara a, a, her no. dad kicking a ball at her we actually got some laughs and she Get was a in goal, a, olive yeah she, <laughs> she, she <laughs> was put, bags put, in on net put, put olive in goal i'll just, only like, love you if you win <laughs> whip balls at her from the penalty spot um but also it was um at the time of recording it was going this was like 5 p.m at 8 p.m that night the Matildas were playing in oh, the wow. semi-final. Yeah, yeah. So oh, right, yeah. it was like, it was, there was a frisson of football in the air. You know, mm. everyone was excited. So it was, it was really nice. And obviously, you know, she's a young girl and we were watching like women's football mm-hmm. take on this whole new thing in Australia. So it did feel nice. I felt I was like, oh, this course, is cool. Yeah, that sounds um, lovely. But I am going to go have a f- kick with my friend George. This afternoon. Oh, okay. Really? So yeah. after the podcast. So, so pointless could, for this. She couldn't do <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, useless for content. <laughs> but maybe good for your mental health. Enjoyment. But I still have the yeah, excitement yeah. of anticipation. Um, so a bit of a failure for me, but I could see the I could see how it could work. Yeah. And I and do you know what it was? Is like um, it was actually just good for me to be reminded that you to just ask like a friend out for a play date. Yeah. Like it actually was. It's all in the same, like, you know, yeah. umbrella. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't asked a, f- a friend out for, like, I'll go and see a friend for a drink or, like, you get into that yeah, habit. Yeah. But coming up with, like, a new activity to exactly. see a friend with 100%. was a good, was a good reminder. That's what I've found. Yeah. I think that's the best. Something about doing something competitive mm. with a friend who's also competitive. Yeah, is is great. It's therapeutic, and yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a penalty shootout. You could shoot hoops with your ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't. I wouldn't want to get beaten. Yeah, that sure. bad. <laughs> so um, how well, was your experience? Well, because I take things seriously, Lewis. I did the actually uh, the assigned task. I tried. I was just too much of a dork, and yeah, all my yeah. friends. Um, bad <laughs> so I needed to go and purchase a football. Oh uh, yeah, because uh, okay. I could have gone home and got one from mum and dad's house, but I thought driving out there might okay. be, take a while. Yeah, yeah sure. go buy a football. Had to buy a, a pump to obviously pump it up. Sure, mm-hmm. you can uh, usually ask the place you buy the football to pump it up for you. Well, well, that's good knowledge, well, actually. Well, okay. Well, hmm. and then I was, <laughs> and then um, I was, I was thinking about because again, football fever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cracking the nation. I was like, will I be a full kit wank- wanker today? I'll <laughs> go all in. Yeah, go all in. Yeah. All the gear. So I went, I went full kit wanker. Um, <gasps> Shin pads? So that you bought or that no, you I already have, had? I, I, have, I have stuff that I've sort of, um, I, my gym gear is mostly football jersey. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, But I have an old soccerer's jersey and uh, oh, that's actually because you know short, shirt, uh, shorts and stuff. I played in a charity soccer game mm. maybe like two or three years ago at Dylan yeah. Alcott's festival mm. at Ability Fest. And they kitted us out in full Australia, like full Socceroos kit. Oh, yeah. So I actually could have, I'd forgotten that I have it. It's in it's the bottom a, of a drawer. I could show up ready be, to go You this should afternoon. definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a really good reminder. Yeah, look, obviously there is something embarrassing about exercising in a full Australia kit. Oh, mm. no. But yeah. Um, yeah. I thought for the purposes of what we were doing, I thought football yeah. fever, it's, you know, it's acceptable because, again, the Matildas are playing uh, that night. So I had to go buy a football. Um, I went to like a, you know, like a sporting wear store mm-hmm. and Rebel? it was in the midst of closing down. <laughs> was it Rebel? Oh, was uh, it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to say the name of it, but it was in the midst of closing down. Okay. Oh. And so it has been ransacked. Oh. And uh, I was like, do you have any footballs? And they're like, yeah. Like we have any footballs left. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> All they had left was like, you know, pool toys and yoga mats or whatever. Uh. Like, like it was such a, you know. So then I, in, in the shopping center, there was another, n- another store, went there. They only had a size... Three football. 
How so has everyone run out of footballs? <laughs> yeah. Well, because football fever. Well, that's that's fever. I've, yeah. I mean, I've got... This is hard. Oh, you, you continue your story, but I've got an addiction to buying footballs that I'll is talk that about. Right? I... Love this. Yeah. I okay. Okay. So I bought a so size three. I think a regular football is size five. So size three yeah. is like a kid's ball. Okay. Right, and I was right. like, I want to get a regular ball because I'm a I'm a grown yeah. adult. I'm a big yeah. man. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So then I went to I tried like at a discount retailer. You know, uh-huh. they they only had like dodgy ones. You yeah. know, like not great ones. What does that mean? Like ones that you can just tell they're not a great. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you all about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, we'll just <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into the city and I'm going to go to like the sporting, the sporting west, the big sporting west yeah, store yeah. in the city, and I'm going to buy an official World Cup ball. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. I went in there and spent, uh, frankly, too much money on a football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I, know, I know exactly how much money he's spent. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> again, again, because a, in, I have 10. <laughs> in, in a tracksuit with my Australian jersey underneath. Oh, jeez. Buying a full World Cup ball and a, and a, um, and a pump and everything. Yeah. And. To the person selling me the ball, I think they were like, oh, he thinks he can still go pro. I yeah, think that's yeah, what they yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, But I love buying footballs as well. So what's your what, what balls do you get? So I found this addiction for the past three years, I think. Uh-huh. And I used to just go to, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the place in my house. And I used to just get like the $35 ones, like sure. the kind of replica ones. Sure. And I was like, yeah, this is good. And I get a new one of them maybe like every like three months. Uh-huh. And then... It kind of started becoming like every month, and then I started getting like the top tier one, like the one above, like the sixty dollar one. It's like, oh, this is nicer. This is better material, more true flight, as they say. Uh, um, the and curve then, you can achieve on these things. Like and, that then, right? and then I kept going. I kept going. And then I was like, and then I found myself going to like the footballer, like this massive football store in um and Alexandria, and they have like all the official ones. And I bought the Premier League like two hundred and fifty dollar one, and I was like, let's go. This is it. I've got the pinnacle. Don't need to buy any more. And then I got myself a deal with Adidas. <laughs> no. And they gave me basically this insanely ridiculous gift card. Oh. And it's so I can only use it for like stuff like clothes that are in like my size. So I can't like even use it for like really for Oh, you can't much. buy presents for me. Yeah, yeah. I've done it a little bit, but yeah. it's like they, they're sus on me. But the only the one thing that I bought, I bought about ten official <laughs> Game balls, I of that thing. They would and not have expected. They that. would not expect it. And the back of my car is, I I've had like so many. I've like I look like a kid's football coach. So I, I every time I had to give someone a lift, I've got a massive ball bag. I've got about five pairs of boots, goalkeeper gloves, like the official like. That's, oh, that's I'm just saying. So I've got a full obsession of buying like all this professional football I gear. Love this. Yeah. Okay, because I I totally relate to this because whenever I get into a new hobby. I love the idea of uh, I I think this is a character flaw of mine, yeah, yeah. but I will often be led by the gear. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. So I'm like, I'm gonna go into this thing. Well, obviously I need to, you know, go and buy an actual ball and yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah blah. And so I'll often find myself, you know, perhaps overspending. I spent no I I spent enough money on this ball. It was, uh-huh. it, was it was it was more than I expected, but I was yeah. like, no, oh, this is because I would have yeah. thought as someone who's never bought a ball, yeah. I would have thought the best ball you could buy in the whole yeah. world. Hundred and twenty bucks. Yes, yeah. I mean, on they're on sale for about yeah. hundred. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. But like, if you want to get the brand new with the new design of okay. like the new Premier League, it's about two hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Okay. And wow. then, and then also, I mean, the, is, is it, it full well, leather? AFL balls are so expensive. Yeah, uh, AFL yeah. balls are more expensive than that. Mm. Yeah, I don't, no, yeah, they're but they're real. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're real leather. <laughs> yeah. They're real leather. <laughs> I think there's leather portions to it, but it's uh-huh. a lot of plastic yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, you know, as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Again, again, depends on which which uh, geometric pattern you're getting, and you know. Because I mean, obviously, I've been eyeing off the the Jubilati the, from 2010. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a great ball. Oh, that's like that's yeah, that's my that's on my hit list. But they're like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, to get the real one. yeah. really. Yeah. Is that the only at... ball that has a name? I feel like that's like no, an they're, all no, they're all named. Oh, really? So yeah. the, the the new one is. Right, I'm going, <laughs> I don't know. Let's go I down could the name, right hole. I think I could name every <laughs> football from uh, the Brazuca. <laughs> What there's a bazooka, there was Gimliani, there was the, uh, <laughs> oh, a real, oh, so the, the Russia one was the Telebs. Oh, no, I should have lost it now. <laughs> no, no. I was about to flex. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. fine. The new one's called the Oceans, like the Oceans. Okay, so there's Oceania And basically, if you're a regular person, yeah. they're all the same. Yeah. Uh-huh. But what they it are. does they give are. you, if you are dressed in the full Australia kit, <laughs> is the belief. That yeah. you could one day play in a World Cup and win a World Cup. Okay. So when I went, so then I went again, full kit wanker, yeah. walking with my, um, you know, brand new game <laughs> ball, brand, brand new <laughs> official <laughs> ball, walking down to the park, messaged my friend who has said I can't say who they are, mm-hmm. but they are a, I can say they're a comedian from television. Right, because mm-hmm. they were free during the day. Okay, but uh, they said I don't want people knowing that this is how I spend my days. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 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 of what happened next. So we went to a, a park near his house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is you know in the city of Sydney, and uh, it was we didn't I didn't realize this when we went to the park. It backs onto a school, uh-huh. but it's just a park where people. Yeah, so it's not a school, but you didn't break into the school. No, it's not a school park, (laughs) but it backs onto the school. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh So we were having a kick around uh, in some goals, whatever. And then, like, I don't know, it was like 11.30, a bunch of kids came out in a class to use the oval. Uh. Now, I cannot stress enough that this is not a school oval, right? Okay, yeah. I didn't didn't break in any fences. Uh It's a public park. There were lots of other public people around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the kids, the teacher came up to us and was like, oh, we need this oval for class. And I was like, oh, we're just in the middle of a penalty shootout. So it was like three all at this point. And I was like, can you give us like five minutes to finish up? Yeah. And she was like, no, we, we, it's for the class. And I was like, okay. Have you booked the public field? Park, we yeah. hadn't picked the field. Yeah, we, we yeah. hadn't booked the field. But have so, they booked the field is what I'm asking. Well, I imagine they like, have. Like, can you book the field? I, in my opinion, obviously this is insane. But... <laughs> You, they can't make you leave a public park. I don't care how many kids they have. Well, I, there's just something about a teacher's the way a teacher can speak yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That makes you a four year old again. Yeah, you're uh, not getting out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's this teacher and uh-huh. a bunch of I don't know six year olds or whatever, right? Hmm. I'm just like they can't run this the whole field. No, push put me on that end. Yeah, yeah. I th- but obviously they're just like we don't want strangers running around to the kids. If we yeah. kick a ball, hit the kids. But they came to you. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that that you know? doesn't hold up in court. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we're like, okay. So I was like, we're pausing this. But again, because I knew the competitive nature was important to this, I was yeah. like, we're not going to call this a tie. No. no. Right? So then we just had to sit by a park <laughs> with a ball for like half an hour while kids uh, played some stupid game where they ran around cones. Yeah. Um, Drills. But then, then it became weird because it was like we were just Watching them, watching a bunch of kids, which didn't that didn't feel good either. No, so I was like, I was having to like, we kind of turned away from <laughs> kids. You know what I mean? So now we're just like sitting in the bleachers, but like looking away from <laughs> yeah. the field, which is uh-huh. also insane. Yeah, um, and none of it felt good. No, no. but after about half an hour, they went back inside, and then we then we continued. Okay, and I would say that um, e- even though the I had felt so much joy about going to the park to kick around the ball mm-hmm. and 
um, the exercise and the fresh air and running around and the competitive. And I love that. All of that was undone by, by the children. being talked to by like that by a teacher and yeah, also yeah. being asked to leave a field. 100%. No, no, no. That, that's a big thing. So did first or did you win or lose? I, I mean, I, I won, obviously, right. but um, I, I, my friend was not very good. So they weren't like diving to save. Like, no, you, I think you just th- slotted into a corner. It's fine. I, oh, yeah. I should say as well. I turned up in uh, full kit. They were wearing jeans and a t shirt. So, uh, you know, they weren't, diff- yeah, they yeah. weren't, they, 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 we came with different energies. Yeah, yeah. They came to lose. Exactly. So yeah. the one thing that I find about this silver bullet is that it is like hard to get a field that is free for like mm. an hour or so with how long yeah. you want to be there for. So around my, because I've been doing this for so long, around like where I live, I know all the times that it's free. <laughs> I, I've like I've got a full schedule <laughs> of what times and what fields are going to be open exactly. And I know it's always from pretty much from, from when you wake up to 2 p.m. Uh-huh. On weekdays, you're... No, go. 90, no, 90% oh, free if definitely. you're not near a school. Yeah. Because uh, schools, lunch, like recess and lunch, they'll come out and play on it. Yeah. And then there's, so I've found the only one. Yeah. I'm like, I've got a full schedule now in my head. There's like five pitches that I can drive to in like a 20 minute radius. So, uh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's so amazing. What happens at two? Oh, uh, that's when training start or when schools like finish early uh, and they go straight into school. school that's interesting because I was going to meet my friend at 2.30 today. Oh, interesting. So that could be... At the AstroTurf? Yeah. Is it near a school? No. Uh, good. I don't think so. Should be all right then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you have a... Do you have a incredible... <laughs> I'm learning so much about the niche parts of your no, knowledge. That's the, this, is, this is honestly... I, I, when I'm not touring or writing music... <laughs> I I pretty much plan my whole life around my kicks. Here's wow. what I would like to do, though. I think yeah. I would like to go at night. It oh, is, oh, yeah. It's really nice. I think I like under to do lights. it under the lights. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were under lights last it's night. It's rare to get it underneath the, yeah. the lights when there's not many people. Oh, there. right, because everyone wants to train. Lights there's, there's, all the trainings start from like, go from like 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, because that was out last night. We went down the AstroTurf. Um, there were like four kids games. Yeah, so we were sort right. of kicking in the corner. Yeah. yeah. What um, I think, now that you have you need a kid, the goals. Yeah. yeah. You, you are, what, probably three to five years away from coaching a football team, you know? <clears throat> well, uh, you wouldn't want me as a coach uh, for a variety of reasons. I think you can coach Did you get Olive to play AFL? Uh, maybe. I feel like... You have your height. That'll be good. She probably well, will kick? have my height. It yeah, is. Auskick's pretty sick. Yeah. I don't know how much of that is around. We're we're sort of in rugby league heartland, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe That's we'll so move back to Geelong just to get a trainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get on the cats roster. Yeah. Get the, uh, the Bond project. But I would love her to yeah. play soccer because yeah, there's so many like there's a there's always kids playing soccer um, just around the corner from us, mm. and um, and there's a lot of. There's a lot of like Irish and English people in in my area, yeah, yeah. Mm. and so all the coaches I can see there are some pretty like shit hot kids. Like there are some kids who are pretty handy, got yeah, pretty fancy right. footwork because mm. yep. they're being drilled by their like 100%. English, Scottish, and Irish parents. Yeah, yeah. So I could, if I could get her in with them, like they're fresh <laughs> off the boat, they've still, got, <laughs> they've still got the skills from the homeland. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe I could get her trained up. Yeah. All right. Well, Lewis, um, you and I both did this or a mm. version of this. Um, was this a silver bullet for you? Look, through no fault of the silver bullet, mm. for me it was a blank just because I couldn't I couldn't pull the trigger. Couldn't achieve. I couldn't achieve. <laughs> I had a lovely time mm-hmm. and I could see how I was thrilled enough 
at just asking a friend to come and have a play date with me. Go that, on. That then, I, then call it a silver bullet. Go on. You can't. <laughs> ah. I, I won't be dragged. Sorry, Rule. All right. um, but it's very. I, I'm going to give it another crack this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm, I know that's annoying for the podcast. Uh, sure, next episode, maybe just, yeah. Let, I'll just, run, sorry, right. I'll come back and go, just, Rule did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, there is something also about, um, I, I don't know exactly how to express this, but there's something about male friendships the, for, for me, like a, a, a being friends with another man mm-hmm. where it's nice to have something to do. Mm. Like yes. t- turning up to a cafe just to have a coffee and talk is fine. Yeah. But there is something really, really nice about having something to do, whether you're turning yeah. up to play a a board game or you're d- putting up a shelf or whatever it is, mm. just having an activity makes the, uh, maybe this is just my bad social skills, no, but no, it makes I the interaction. No, I think it gives you a purpose, you know? A lot of, a lot of men, I feel like we relate to it about how you always have that friend that, well, for me, this is like what I have. Mm. I like, you know, if I go for a surf or go for a mm. kid with them, I don't really talk to them, mm. but we do the activity and we just hang out and we enjoy each other's company, yeah. but it's not anything really deeper than that. Exactly. And like, it yeah. doesn't need to be, it's like kind of the no strings attached. It's like, it's, yes, it's like, we don't actually have to like talk about our lives and our well, girlfriends because, and you know, what's yeah. happening at home or at work. We go out, we talk about the activity we're doing. We do the activity <laughs> we're doing and then we dap each other up and say bye. Yeah. And like, that is like because the I, best type of friendship. Yeah, because I think that I feel... I don't want to get deep. I want to yeah. keep it surface. Well, I think because there is an expectation... Well, I don't know. I feel maybe pressure when you're meeting up with someone for a coffee or a beer or something. Yeah, you got to have a chat. And you want to mm. have a chat. you got yeah. to bring something to the table. You do. Mm. you gotta, you got to be like, oh, is there a big, I don't know, story or... or I don't know, some sort of big question or some advice. or I don't know. If, if we're meeting up for a chat, I feel like I need to bring chat. Mm. Whereas I really like this because yeah. it is, I mean, for me specifically in my situation, it's like there is the, 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 the thing takes away all expectation. The activity takes away all expectation that there would be um, any depth to what we're doing. Um, I like the competitive element because it also mm. has an end. Yeah, it has it has a point where it's like we'll do the thing and then we'll go. Yeah, um, I like being outdoors. Um, do you? I, well, I, I no, I liked. <laughs> I, I, not that I generally enjoy being outdoors. But I, yeah, yeah. I did. I did appreciate being outdoors. Sure. Yeah, just remembering what it was like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think oval choice is very important. Had I mm. thought it through, I wouldn't yeah. have gone near a school yeah. uh, around. I should have given time. you guys tips. Yeah, I could have yeah, yeah, sure. guys given you a professional ball <laughs> each as well. Yeah, um, and I. Oh, I cannot tell you how much I loved getting dressed up in a full Australia kit. Yeah. And and buying an official ball and kicking it into a goal oh, like that's the best. It honestly, the the joy I felt from that was, I mean, I'm getting married in two days, and I reckon <laughs> oh my this will be on par with that. Okay, <laughs> like, wow, All right. I felt such wondrous joy. That's exactly that's where my addiction came from. <laughs> it came from that exact joy. I because I, I've got again like I've got about thirty football kits. <laughs> I've got about five pairs of boots that I like interchange. Oh. Like I've got, I I live my kicking life like I'm a professional football player. <laughs> Even though none of the, I personally, none of the skills, no. none of the fitness, none of the cardio. Mm, no, but there is just something All eternal the... about getting dressed up mm. like a sports yeah. star and having a kick, and it is. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Huh. 100%. Truly wonderful. This I, is almost the happiest I've seen you on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I will, I will <laughs> and say. I mean, you still did manage to fuck it up somehow yeah. <laughs> by like 
yeah. maybe being investigated by the police being too close to children. <laughs> again, again, feel mortified by that. Yeah, and yeah. we did turn our bodies around, so we're facing the top yeah, of the bleachers. Your Honour, we turned our bodies around. We weren't looking. Um, so, yes, no, I would say this is pretty close to a silver bullet for me. I think I'd need to try it a couple more times, but yeah. um, the, the, the current trajectory is, and this is going to be an absolute silver bullet for me, I will undoubtedly be doing this, you know, once a week now. All right, huge. Silver bullet, silver bullet. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Well, this has been Silver Bullet. Um, a big thank you to Rule for dropping by and telling us all about um, his obsession with penalty kicks, um, buying soccer balls, and also yep. full kits. Love that. And yep. the um, Excel spreadsheet scheduling of nearby sporting yes. goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so again, I'll send it through. If, they fa- if, if anyone found that um, spreadsheet, on your computer, they might ask some questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can go if you, uh, for all of our um, South American listeners. Um, yes. Go and catch rule on your first ever South American tour. Yes, I'm going uh, next week. South America, going to Brazil, Argentina, Mexico, Chile, and then Europe after that. So amazing. European yeah. listeners, yeah. I'll be in pretty much every state. I imagine you should country. be able to find some people to play oh, football yeah. with in both, those both, locations. Yeah, both of those. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah. Huge excited. in South America and Europe. Yeah, yeah. you'll be able to come back with some new kits. Yeah. <laughs> and some new That's balls. That's before. I'm trying to like... <laughs> Just filling up your road cases yeah, exactly. with like balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I found it. It's the <laughs> Brujitsu. <or whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would like to uh, follow us, you can do so on the ABC Listen app and find all the past episodes of Silver Bullet. You can also watch it on YouTube, Lewis. Yeah, that's right. You can. Uh, we're filming it, um, and uh, go, yeah, go and have a little look, or you can just uh, follow it wherever you're listening now. Uh, thank you, and we'll see you next week. Hello, I'm Patrick Stack, and if you like great stories and you enjoy sport, then I reckon you need ABC Sport Daily in your life. What's his mind like? Boy, isn't that a deep well to dig? These guys, Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker, they are the superstars of the team, and we will treat them differently. The tone was set early on in the stadium. They announced the starting lineups, and as soon as they announced the coach, George Vilda, there was a huge boo from the crowd. It's a daily sports conversation, and it's called ABC Sport Daily. Find us on the ABC Listen app.